0: Welcome to Guided by Moontide, an intuitive astrology podcast that explores astrological themes and major planetary transits to support your healing and evolution. Episodes are released every new and full moon. I'm your host, Christina Wingeyer. Welcome to the first episode of Guided by Moontide. Christina here. I am pretty excited to be sharing this information with you. The time period that I'm going to be covering in today's episode is between the new moon on January 2nd through January 16th. And all dates and times are Pacific time. You might need to make adjustments for your own time zone. And when I talk about the planet's I consider planets to be ancestors, allies, and guides. And I think about the mythic stories connected to the gods and goddesses that the planets are named after. I think about the fact that planets and stars have been guiding lights for humans for thousands of years. And I try to interpret this in a way that can be useful and helpful in our day-to-day lives while holding the mystery of the big picture at the same time. So I'm kind of a pragmatic mystic in that way. And that is just a little bit of how I approach astrology. Okay. New moon, January 2nd, 12 degrees of Capricorn. So the new moon is the beginning of the lunar cycle and it is an alignment of the sun and the moon the moon is dark you cannot see the moon during a new moon and during a new moon the sun and the moon are at the same sign and degree of the zodiac in this case it's 12 degrees capricorn and the new moon sets the tone for the following two weeks and it initiates the growth or building phase of the lunar cycle The new moon is a great time to set intentions and goals. And if you have a copy of your natal chart, you can fine-tune your intentions and goals to align with the topics of your own Capricorn house. Capricorn is cardinal earth energy. It's the part of your chart where you are interested in building something of lasting value, something that will be around a long time. Some words to think about with Capricorn are discipline, resilience, commitment, legacy, long-term, achievement, maturity, structure, foundation. This new moon in Capricorn has an executive mindset quality to it, and it's your opportunity to kind of be your own CEO and draft a blueprint for the year ahead or at least for the next six months until we have a full moon in Capricorn on July 13th. So as you consider what it is you would like to accomplish in the coming weeks and months and year, it's useful to know what you can do on your own, right? When you're that sea goat kind of climbing up the mountain and where you might need to delegate responsibilities. It's also important to know what and where your resources are and to understand the structures, the foundations, the boundaries of what it is that you're building or calling into your life. The planetary ruler of this new moon is Saturn, who is in Aquarius. So Aquarius is a pretty future-oriented sign, and Saturn is a rule maker. So you may need to update your own rules of engagement with your life and how you initiate in the Earth realms, the material realms. There's a lot of updating and upgrading going on with Saturn and Aquarius, and it's through confronting limits and kind of looking at the cold, hard facts that you can envision a way through and beyond. This new moon is also trine Uranus in Taurus, which can help you make the breakthroughs Or changes that you are seeking it can offer unexpected ways to move beyond perceived limits to move mountains both in your mind and in your life so it's really a great new moon for the beginning of the year and the week following the new moon it kind of has that fresh start right that it's the beginning of the year it's the beginning of the lunar cycle It's cardinal Earth, which is like initiating, building in a very practical, pragmatic, mundane kind of way. So first week of the lunar cycle, I want to share a couple of aspects with you. First up is on Wednesday, January 5th, we have Venus traveling retrograde in Capricorn, sextile Neptune in Pisces. So this is a sweet connection between Venus and Neptune that happens a total of three times while Venus is in Capricorn. The first time was on November 30th of last year, and Venus was direct. This is the second meeting while Venus is retrograde. And then we'll have a third Venus sextile Neptune on February 24th, and Venus will be direct again. So this middle aspect is a revisiting from that review perspective that is happening with Venus. And a refresher, Venus is connected to love and relationships and values and culture and art. Venus is a lot about connecting, making connections. The energy of Venus brings things together. And during the retrograde, we're kind of pulling things apart to see how they come together. And to review them and to reassess these things in our own lives. So this aspect, this sextile between Venus and Neptune can help you soften into your heart and to love yourself and to feel compassion and healing happening even as you are going through the work of unpacking and uncovering during a Venus retrograde. Neptune can connect you with the bigger picture and with your dreams, both literal and figurative. So this sextile can help you listen to your heart's dreams or maybe just the whisper of a dream. And it's a lovely aspect that is highlighted by the fact that the moon is in Pisces later on this day. And it's the crescent moon, which is that first crescent-shaped moon that you see in the sky. The moon has been dark for a couple of days. And to me, when I see the crescent moon, I always feel very hopeful and I can feel that things are growing and all the possibilities are present. So I feel like this crescent moon in Pisces just brings another layer of possibility into the Sextile between Venus and Neptune. So, this is an aspect that's asking you to have faith that you can grow into love and into your dreams. Sextiles are harmonious aspects. So, this isn't about being deluded or even being caught up in some kind of outrageous fantasies. It's actually about being brave enough to trust your heart's desire and to believe in your dream and to recognize your own value and that you are worthy of experiencing love and connection most importantly, with yourself. So we have this Venus sextile Neptune on January 5th. Saturday, January 8th, another Venus aspect. This is the Sun conjunct Venus retrograde at 18 degrees of Capricorn. Venus begins this new 584-day cycle during this retrograde conjunction with the Sun. And whenever a planet is conjunct the sun, it's setting a new cycle with the sun, right? And planets conjunct the sun are said to be purified in the light of the sun. In general, when a planet's close to the sun, astrologically speaking, it's sometimes hard for the planet because it's so hot. The planet is said to be combust the sun and doesn't really perform so well. But when the planet is exactly conjunct the sun, which sometimes we call a Kazemi, it's like the planet is getting all the benefits of the sun's attention. And it's kind of like the sun is purifying the planet and giving it new operating instructions or a new solar mission. So Venus is getting a new solar mission at 18 degrees of Capricorn. Energetically, this is kind of like a new moon kind of vibe, even though it's not with the moon. So you have this second opportunity to review your hopes and aspirations and intentions in this Capricorn area of your chart. Venus travels retrograde in the same sign every eight years. So you can, if you want to kind of think back to 2014, which was the last time Venus and the sun made this star point during a Venus retrograde in Capricorn. And you can think about your life then and your life now. Kind of what are some of the themes that are present? Maybe they were very present back then and you're with them again. But how have you grown and changed and matured in this area of your life? And how do you want to continue growing? And what are your current values? And how can you commit to yourself to build your life from a place of love. It's a really powerful moment in the Venus cycle. And I'm excited um, because (laughs) I'm always excited when I talk about the planets, but Venus will be visible in about a week or so right now when the conjunction with the sun, Venus is in the underworld beneath the horizon from our perspective on earth. And when Venus rises, In about a week or so, Venus will be in the morning sky. If you're a planet watcher like me, you may have been watching Venus in the evening sky for the past nine months, and this is when Venus changes skies, and the quality of Venus is very new and fresh and exciting and kind of exuberant in the morning sky phase. Now, Venus has some challenges astrologically speaking in this first quarter of the year. We'll get into that as we go, but with that new kind of quality that's coming, that new fresh energy, it's like there's going to be a way to work with the challenges that maybe we couldn't access or even imagine last year. to you about the first quarter moon. So the first quarter moon is the halfway point between the new and the full moon and it is one of the major phases of the moon. The aspect that the Sun and the moon are making is a square which is an aspect that can create a bit of tension and require some sort of adjustment. And if you look at the moon in the sky at this point of the lunar cycle, you'll see that the moon is half light and half dark. So on Sunday, January 9th, we have the first quarter moon at 19 degrees of Aries. So we're about a week into the lunar cycle. And the question that is arising is where do you need to make adjustments to stay connected to your new moon intentions and goals? So this first quarter moon in Aries is about taking action on those intentions, and it's got this kind of fortune favors the bold vibe, right? There's a trine from Mars and Sagittarius, and Mars is actually the ruler of this lunation. Aries is cardinal fire, is the first sign of the zodiac, and it can be... Very brave, but also a little rash sometimes. So you somehow want to hold on to the gravitas of the Capricorn sun while following the fearless quality of the Aries moon. So this square is saying something's got to give. There needs to be an adjustment made. Do you need more free time to explore? Do you need to go be like brave and go past your own limits a little bit? Or do you need more structure and discipline and focus, which would be that Capricorn Sun? First quarter moon, 19 degrees Aries on Sunday, January 9th. If you are enjoying this podcast and you would like more astrological guidance, I invite you to take a look at the link in the show notes, which has all the information that you might need to become a patron of the Cosmic Muse, That's me. I have different membership tiers, which give you access to different perks and benefits. Check that out if you're interested. All right. Week two from the first quarter moon to the full moon. It's a week of maximum lunar growth and pressure. It can be a busy week, generally speaking. And astrologically speaking, this week feels more challenging than last week and potentially a little bit confusing. Mercury is starting to slow down as we begin this week to prepare for the first retrograde of the year. And so that can really add to some of the confusion or feelings of frustration we begin on Monday January 10th with the Sun in Capricorn sextile Neptune in Pisces so the Sun is our main light and it brings conscious awareness and it is a vitalizing kind of principle so this aspect this Sun sextile Neptune it's kind of warming that seed of connection that Venus made with Neptune last week. So the sun's warmth and light can help bring your dream into consciousness to help you begin to see it more clearly even if just for a moment because Neptune does create this fog or haze. So you might need to actually soften your gaze to be able to see clearly. but this is a sweet connection between the Sun and And Neptune happening on Monday January 10th. Tuesday January 11th this is a tricky day perhaps we've got Mars and Sagittarius square Neptune in Pisces and so you'll recall that I talked about squares being an aspect that can create some tension or friction and require some kind of adjustment and this aspect is between Mars, which is a planet that is connected to action and motivation and drive and can be very assertive or even sometimes aggressive energy, right? And Mars in Sagittarius is motivated by seeking ideas and experiences that go beyond what is familiar. It's expansive, mutable fire energy that is moving in many directions very inspired. And the square to Neptune can make you a feel tired, (laughs) maybe because you've been burning the candle at both ends, right? It can also make you feel unmotivated or ask you to reassess your motivation. Or you might be kind of confronting something that isn't working out as you'd planned or hoped or even dreamed or desired. Right. And Neptune can make things feel vague or diffuse or washed out. And so this aspect kind of feels like sometimes you need to get a little bit lost to find your way and to have the different kind of strategy to be able to kind of figure out how to stay inspired and to work through whatever blocks might be coming and working through it might literally be like taking some time off today, <laughs> taking a nap or taking some extra time for yourself to kind of wander and contemplate your actions from a different perspective. Mars square and Neptune, January 11th. Friday, January 14th, Mercury finally stations retrograde. This is happening at 10 degrees Aquarius. So it's our first Mercury retrograde of the year. And there'll be three in total. Plus at the end of the year, Mercury stations retrograde, but it's like on the 29th of December or something like that. So that retrogrades mostly in 2023. But all of the Mercury retrogrades that are happening this year begin in air signs and end in earth signs. This is an interesting pattern. So today, on Friday the 14th, Mercury is stationing retrograde at 10 degrees Aquarius. Now, Mercury is stationing very close to Saturn. So this might mean that you're thinking about the big picture or that you're feeling the pressure of responsibilities. Like maybe you have a lot on your mind. There may be some fear or worry or anxiety You might be trying to figure out how to adapt your mindset to the changing reality of life, to things beyond your control, to rules or to limits. Saturn always makes me think of authority figures. And this Mercury stationing retrograde near Saturn makes me think of this bumper sticker I used to have on my first car, which was a spunky Datsun 510, for those of you wondering. Um, One of the bumper stickers I had in my younger days was question authority. And I think about that phrase with this aspect. And I also think about the word author in authority and how we're the authors of our own lives in our own minds. And so the question is, do you like the story of your life that you are writing in your mind? Mercury retrograde is a normal review process in the mind. Right, very mentally oriented. And so it's asking you to review your firmly held beliefs about the story of your life that you're writing. You are going to be looking at the topics of your Aquarius and Capricorn houses so that you can rewrite them or update your software, right? Update your programming. And sometimes people get a little funny around Mercury retrograde, and there's really nothing to fear. You don't need to believe the hype, right? Just back up your technology. Take extra time for Mercury things like conversations or your thinking process or travel, your technology, like all that stuff. It's a really great time for editing and maybe you'll want to kind of look over your new moon blueprint during this Mercury retrograde. Mercury will be retrograde until February 3rd. And it will station direct at 24 degrees of Capricorn. The final aspect I want to share about is happening on Sunday, January 16th. And this is a conjunction between the sun and Pluto. And so this conjunction happens every year when the sun moves over Pluto. And for the past several years, this Pluto has been in Capricorn. So it's been happening in Capricorn. Now, Pluto is a planet that is definitely about that, like, transformative kind of quality, death, rebirth, and things like that. It's also very much about power and wealth and single-pointed focus. It's happening the day before the full moon, at the end of a potentially tiring, confusing, maybe stressful week. It brings the opportunity to get grounded in yourself as your own power source and to focus your energy to be your own authority. It's happening on Sunday, which is the day of the sun. And it seems like um, it can be an empowerment if you want it to be. Okay, friends, that is a wrap for episode one. Thank you so much for listening. And please do share this episode with anyone who you think might enjoy the content. If you are feeling called to leave a review on iTunes, that really helps um, the show be seen in the algorithms. And I'm going to be having a raffle every month for anyone and everyone who leaves a five-star review on iTunes. You will be entered into a drawing for a free 30-minute intuitive astrology consult with me. Um, There's a link in the show notes where you can put your name and email address once you've left a review. So thank you for that in advance if you feel inspired to do that. And um, I will see you when the moon is full on January 17th. Bye for now.